views expressed in this program are those of the participants. I'm Danielle Metz. I'm Robert Vaughn. And this is The Danielle Metz Show. Quote, I am deeply sorry for my inappropriate and insensitive words and likes on social media. I take full responsibility for my actions and I sincerely apologize. This has been a pivotal lesson, life lesson for me. I am dedicated to becoming a more informed and educated version of myself. So says Israel Brossard, an actor who I'd never heard of before, but apparently is best known for his role in Netflix's To All the Boys I've Loved Before. And what were his offensive posts and likes? According to the Daily Wire, he made a bad joke after the 2011 J Japan earthquake, quote, dogs can sense earthquakes, too bad Japan ate them all. I didn't even think J Japanese people ate dogs. Isn't that the Chinese and the Koreans? I think that's uh, more characteristic of the Koreans than Japanese, yes. Um, he allegedly wrote in 2009, I'm not going out for a gay role. Thank you, though. He made posts in 2016 saying things like, Black Lives Matter has one goal, division, and hashtags don't effing matter, but all lives do. Black Lives Matter, White Lives Matter, Police Lives Matter. He also made the mistake of liking tweets from Trump, Marco Rubio, and Ben Shapiro, the horror. And for this, he is deeply sorry and is now dedicated to re-education in order to rectify his thought crime. So disgusting. This kid is only 24. He knows not what he does. He's um, entered into a community, a, a community where uh, irrationality and the left are the norm and anybody's ostracized. It's why Robert De Niro got a standing ovation when he said F Trump at the, um, what was it? The uh, Tony Awards. Tony Awards, yeah. All the seals clapping. All the seals clapping, yes, and standing up. Yeah, the ovation for, wow, that was such a brave political move. Did you ever read um, the Gulag Archipelago? No, actually, ever since Jordan Peterson brought it up, he's actually scared me away from it because it's <laughs> apparently a very dark, dark, dark book. It's a very long book, I think three volumes. I've read the first volume, and it's very dismal, very dark. And But there's one passage in there about um, in the Soviet Union where... Uh, the commissar, whoever it was, the leader of this particular community is there, and he gave a speech, and everybody stood up and applauded. And uh, the people at the dais, one of them, the mayor, I believe, I forget now, after 10 minutes of applause, okay. and it would go on forever. Yes, I remember Nobody wanted to sit down first, but he sat down, and he was never seen again. Obviously executed for daring to sit down, being the first to sit down from applauding this commissar. So that's the kind of mentality we're seeing now in Hollywood. Um, you are ostracized and browbeaten and insulted for having an individual thought or for daring to agree with somebody who is on the outs in that Hollywood community. It's actually quite um, a disgusting display to, to witness, but we are witnessing it. And it's a, that's why, as a matter of fact, that's, I think, why Jordan Peterson gets so passionate and so up in arms, because he's seeing the parallels between the Soviet Union leading to 60 million deaths and um, Western society today following the exact same mantra of um, irrationality. Yeah, and the, the, the Twitter mobs, as they like to call them, um, the whole like Mark Duplass thing where he came out and said, Ben Shapiro's not such a bad guy, and he was berated and tortured and everything, and then he had to come back and backtrack and say, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't realize that saying this was... Um, offensive to people, and I didn't realize what a bad person Ben Shapiro was, but thank you for correcting my behavior and making giving me my thoughts for me. Thank you ever so much. I appreciate it. It is so, 
hate to use this term, but Orwellian. It's so overused, but it's so true. We, use, we see it with James Woods, who just lost his agent recently. Oh, did he? Yeah, because of his support of Trump. And we saw it with Ro- Roseanne Barr. Yeah, Roseanne Barr was... Who um, ended up apologizing. And I think that they should take a, a rule from their own book, their own playbook, the left, that is, and that is never apologize. Yes, I agree. Apology means guilt. Means weakness. And weakness. So for Roseanne Barr to apologize, that's why she was fired. It wasn't for the uh, tweet. It was for daring to apologize. And and if this guy, Israel Broussard, is apologizing, then Blood's that's in his the water. weakness as yep. well. The yeah. blood is in the water, and they know they can control you. But now James Woods, he doesn't apologize. No, he doesn't. He loves it. He's got the standing and the wherewithal. So he's independent. But somebody like this Israel character, who's only 24 years old, like I mentioned, he doesn't have any... He's not, if he doesn't apologize, he's lost his career. And if he does apologize, he's lost it as well. Because again, Unfortunately, remember, it, to make those tweets is bad enough, but to apologize, oh, yeah. you fell for it. Yeah, <laughs> and we know we can control you now. Yep. No, it's uh, it's quite the mind game. It's quite the psychology going on here. It's been seen before. It's part of human nature. It's part of the pack, the tribalism, the cult uh, mentality that the left have. I, I pity this particular guy, Broussard. Well, you see, based on the tweets that there, or posts that he made, um, saying stuff like uh, hashtags don't effing matter, but all lives do, he seems to have an idea of what is actually right. And he can't have that. He has to believe in what's left. <laughs> and they caught him on it, and they browbeated him, and then they, he capitulated. But, yeah, and you see this more and more in Hollywood where um, – they're just, they can't say anything. They can't step outside the box. They have to, it's its so, I want to say disgusting, but it's not. It's actually kind of tragic. It's very tragic to see people that, you know, are movies that you like and you want to look up to them, but you can't because there are all these horrible people with these completely deranged notions of what right and wrong are. And it's just very disheartening and you, you don't, um, I was watching a right angle with uh, Bill Whittle and Scott Ott and Stephen Green, and they were talking about going to see the new uh, Christopher Robbins movie, the one with uh, Ewan McGregor. And Bill Whittle said he didn't know what was missing in Hollywood until he watched this movie. He said it was so wholesome, so uplifting. And he goes, you don't really notice how bad things have gotten in Hollywood and how degrading and how, you know, you're always waiting for them to just go, aha, pull the rug out from under you, thought this was going to be a happy movie or whatever. No, the world's really nihilistic and pointless. But this movie apparently is really good and he wants to go see it again because it touched him so much. And I think that's a large part of this kind of, uh, I want to say, destruction of self. Like they don't, they completely annihilate their sense of self to, in order to conform to being, to the people in Hollywood, the culture of Hollywood, I guess. A destroying of the soul as well, not just the self. I mean, this person, Israel came out and said that he wants to be a better um, version of himself, which means at least that he ad- identifies that he has a self, <laughs> which is more than I can say for a lot of those, uh, as you say, clapping seals. It almost begs the question, what is it about Hollywood that they have to be so irrational? Well, so they lie for a living. That's, that's interesting. Yes, they are liars. I mean, that, that is what they do. And as convincingly as possible. That's, those are the people who are the best actors, the ones yeah. that can lie the best. And then when we applaud them and give them millions of dollars saying, hey, good job impersonating somebody else or making me believe you were somebody else, 
then they think perhaps that lying is a rewarding profession and it just doesn't stop when the cameras turn off. No, and then they learn to lie to themselves. I think that's the biggest lie of all is that they're lying to themselves. Well, I've heard that um, back in the day, uh, actors were considered the lowest of the low class. And a large part of that is because people saw them for what they were, liars. And you didn't trust them. They were no good scoundrels, essentially. And it was a very, very low class. Now we've elevated liars to be the cream of the crop. So I don't know what that says about our society, where that's what we look up to, is this kind of standard of, I don't, I don't know how to define that, but this culture of lies. Yeah, and what is a lie? It is not true. It is not real. It's uh, against reality. So if you break it down, a lie is deception. It is irrationality, right? It doesn't conform to reality. So that fits in with our definition of the left. Yes, it shouldn't become a surprise that we are a leftist society when we elevate actors or professional deceivers to the status of gods. Yes, they're no, they're no longer entertainers. They're the people who give us our politics. They're the people who give us our morality. They're the people who uh, change the way we see the world by how they want to interpret it. And they're Just, liars. <laughs> I'm, I'm reminded of Robert A. Heinlein, who suggested at one point that people go into a voting booth and they're presented with a calculus question. And once they answer it correctly, then they're given their ballot. <laughs> <laughs> I think you could rule out all of Hollywood voting if that was the case. I think you could rule out uh, both coasts in the United States. And you could rule out me, too. Because <laughs> <laughs> I did, did dismally in, Especially if in it's calculus. the new math. <laughs> <laughs> no, but at least there's... Uh, uh, obviously, I'm not advocating this, but there should be something said for having a, a degree of um, intelligence to vote, especially given uh, the mob mentality that we have in, in a democratic society, which is one of the great uh, saving graces of the United States is that it's not a democracy, no, it's, it's a republic. Because uh, the allow... forefathers saw mm-hmm. that pure democracy leads to mob rule. Yeah. But you could say culturally we have mob rule, which is the problem. Mm-hmm. The First Amendment saves the people in the United States for their freedom of expression, but the culture is losing the the, um, the spirit behind the First Amendment. It's censoring itself and con- doing this stuff like making people apologize for saying anything that doesn't conform. Yeah, this might also explain why the left want to lower the voting age because, uh, of course, the younger you are, the more, the more irrational you are sometimes. I was going to say the stupider you are, but... <laughs> well, the, the less um, knowledge you have. Oh, yeah, you have no experience. Doubt. Exactly. So what you want are people in there who are so young that they have no experience, that they are easily led. And driven by emotion. And driven by emotion, yes, that is true. And while, hey, I'm, I can remember when I was 18 just dying to vote, and I, I have to say that I voted libertarian at the time. <laughs> well, that's not as bad as some. True enough. Uh, no, I think my first vote was for a conservative. Oh. Uh, yes, um, Ministry of Histories. Uh, when I voted in Ontario for the first time, I was a libertarian. I've since grown up. But my point <laughs> being, of course, the older you get, the wiser, in, in, in a sense, you do get um, past a point. And I think that age is something like 27. Well, I, your brain isn't fully formed until you're 25. Is that right? Yeah. So your frontal cortex or the part that controls your impulses and your emotions. As anyone who's ever had like a, you know, a love affair in the late teens, early 20s can attest to, you don't really have control over that until your mid-20s. I think it was Jordan Peterson. I keep coming back to him because I'm listening to him a lot. 
but he was suggesting that in Should he Carson, get a credit on our shows? <laughs> <laughs> put him down as a co-host. Yeah. Um, he was suggesting, I think, and I think it was him, that people who are incarcerated, uh, if you keep them in until they're 27, when they come out, there are less um, chance of recidivism. While if you put them in there young and take them out young, they just become hardened criminals. While at the age of 27, it's sort of that spark has left them. Yeah. They're no longer as impulsive. Yeah, so maybe there's a, a good argument for raising the age of, of voting, which, by the way, is not a right. You know, voting, uh, people think, is a right, but it's not a right. It's a system by which we elect leaders. For example, you have to be, I think it's 30 in the United States to become president. There is an age limit. I'm, yeah, I think I'm pre- 30. yeah, 30 sounds right. Yeah, while you would think that, oh, uh, I'm an adult. Why can't people... Uh, elect me as president. I think that's too low. 30 is too low. But the point is that there is a reason for these limits on being able to do certain things. And I think perhaps we should look at voting and maybe raising it. Now, I'm not necessarily advocating at this point, but I think it should be on the table. I agree, um, especially since the the younger kids of our generation are t- falling victim to this culture that Hollywood has been propagating. And the, it's just, it's... It's they're, tragic. They're a sorry excuse for people, I can tell you that, when they vote en masse, they, they speak with one voice, and they're browbeaten and chastised and ostracized like Israel Broussard is when they dare draw outside of the, outside of the lines. Uh, well, hopefully we'll get that, that voting age raised at some point in the near future, and until well, then... I'm not advocating <laughs> I'm just saying, let's talk about it. <laughs> Take care, behave yourselves, and talk to you soon. Cheers. If you've enjoyed this presentation, visit www.justratemedia.org for more programming that's not right-wing, it's just right. <laughs>